and we're back. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Talent Talks. We're bringing you the latest updates and news on all sports OC. I'm here with your boys, Landon Hamill and Grant Lake, and I'm Walker LaRue. And What's up, guys? Guys, we're, it's good to be back for another week of Talent Talk. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start it off with a little dad joke. So <laughs> oh, I know boy. whenever we're coming up with this idea of a Talent Talk, you know, we were going to have different segments, right? And I was like, what, is, what if one segment's just a, like a dad joke just to get things started light and easy? So I'm going to start <laughs> off, why did LeBron leave Miami? Tell me. Mm. Uh, I don't know. Why did LeBron leave Miami? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why? He just, he didn't like the heat. Oh, my uh. God. <laughs> so... So That's my the, my butt the heat hop out the kitchen this yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my my boss from this summer at McDermott Road Church of Christ down in Plano. He is a big dad joke guy, and he had a dad joke book in his office, and he sent me that one. He's like, please use this on your <laughs> podcast. So Kyle, this is for you. And then shout out McDermott Road. Um, <laughs> I guess we'll go ahead and get into it. Um, we want to first before we talk about any of the sports, we remind everybody about our spirit shirts that are in the Student Life office, located in the Student Center. Uh, make sure, I think they're still selling shirts. I, I think I, I saw something, so. they've, sold, they've sold a lot of yeah. shirts. Mm-hmm. I don't know where I saw things on social media, but it was like a, the correct number of uh, count of shirts they sold. And it's a huge amount, so shout out. Shout out to the schoolers. Keep buying them, guys. Keep buying yeah, them. Yeah, we got homecoming coming up pretty soon, and so we definitely want to mm-hmm. pack homecoming out one, but also, you know, it'd be cool if we were all wearing the same spirit shirt. Yeah, for sure. So we'll get it started. Uh, While well, I'm on a roll here, we'll get it started with the golf teams. <laughs> of course, another another week, another tournament for the men's and women's golf. The men's golf headed to Jonesboro, Arkansas. And we're playing in a tournament hosted by Arkansas State, which is a Division One school. Mm-hmm. So this tournament had a bunch of D1 teams, and it had some D2 also, but it was mainly D1. And the Eagles went out and finished second. <sighs> they finished two shots behind Arkan- yeah, Arkansas State, so, and then 12 shots in front of third place. So, so Arkansas State obviously had the home advantage. Yeah, it was their home, home course. course. So of course they win. Yeah. But oh, wow, sounds the like the Eagles were right there too. They were right there. Dang man, yeah. I and didn't know so, that second. That's awesome. Yeah, it was super close. Three Eagles finished in the top ten, uh, two others in the finishing out in the top twenty, and I think Mateo finished tied for fifth, and Ezekiel was right behind him at T six. So to go out in mm. a tournament like that with some some big boys and get a, a good finish, that was. Yeah, that was good for the team. That's awesome. Who would have thought, right? Going yeah. There? I mean, the last Custom. couple of years, they played in that tournament, and they usually finish, you know, fourth, fifth, or sixth. Yeah. yeah. Um, Gosling's yeah. super impressive What about women? Where did women's go? Women's going out. Oklahoma Intercollegiate down in Lawton earlier this week. Okay. Finished first. Wow. Yeah. So, Wilma. Have, Wilma got chips, a T. Yeah. Finished uh, tied for fifth, and all the rest of the girls finished uh, above tied for 15th. So, it was a uh, it was a good week for them too. Yeah, I, uh, I know it was wow. a little. I think the weather was a little iffy. It may have been a little rainy or mm-hmm. a little windy this past weekend. Yeah, it was raining on and, Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think the weather was pretty brutal, but they uh, fought through and got the dub. That's wow. crazy. That's a good little weekend for the golf team. Yeah. As you're talking, Walker, I got to thinking: how long does how long does the golf like how long does the season last? The season, mm-hmm. so there's usually about four events in the fall, and that's just kind of it's not like a preseason, but it's also not the main season. It's yeah. like a prelim. In the yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's kind of like 
he played in the fall, but I don't know if it just uh, it's not as important as the spring. Springtime is when it season really, really hits, and you in, have yeah. five, six tournaments, um, including conference and regionals, and then hopefully the national championship yeah, too. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So it could either uh, be a really long spring season, or it could be a little little shorter because I think you know you start maybe a end of mid February, and it could go until mid beginning or mid May. So you yeah. got quite a quite a bit in there. That's so, crazy. That's you know, awesome. I, went, I went golfing uh, like yesterday or yeah. two days ago. I think I got like two pars. There you go. I was shooting bogeys, double bogeys here and there. <laughs> okay. only, lost two, only, lost, only lost two practice balls yeah. from the range. Can't lie. Yeah. Man, I remember the first time I went golfing with Walker. And like, I know I'm not good, but I was like, I'm, I'm not bad, you know? And then I, I got there with Walker and... You just got humbled. Man. <laughs> Instant, instantly yeah. humbled. Right, so. The first tee box let you know how that whole day is going to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you something real quick. Um, Ethan Smith is a golfer here. I think he was on the 2016 team uh, that went to nationals as well. And he graduated in 2019, the spring of 2019. And he came, he was in town the last couple of weeks, and I got to play golf with him twice. Okay. So the first time I go out there and I shoot 70 and he shoots 67. I was like, man, I'm so close. Keep in mind, Ethan's doing pro stuff now. Y'all don't know that. That's like great. All so, right? Like I shot maybe like a 120, <laughs> 130, all right? Like 70 is great in my opinion. Below yeah. 70 is great. I was like, I really want to go back out and try to beat him because he's doing pro stuff. <laughs> and I was like, I feel like I can take him. Yeah. And you go out the second time. He has a double bogey on the first hole. It's like, oh, yeah, I got him today. He ends up. With six birdies on the back nine alone, <laughs> and shoot sixty five, and I shoot sixty seven. I was like, I can't do anything. He turned it on. He turned like, it on. I don't understand. Like, the, whenever like high school golf's one thing, and you get to college, and it's like, wow, this is a different piece. College golf compared to pro golf, that is a exactly. major step, yeah. also. Mm-hmm. And most sure. most golfers have a hard time realizing that. And maybe uh, maybe you need to hit them up. Third time's a charm. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> Two strikes, you're out. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we'll go ahead and move on to a different sport here. we got men's and bowling with an action for the first time this season as well, uh, this past weekend. And men's, I think they – so I'm not really sure how bowling works. So there's two days. They played mm-hmm. Saturday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. And the first day, I guess – or I guess they just go by day. They don't mm-hmm. do like a total for the tournament. I'm not sure. But um, the first day on Saturday, the men's got third, and the second day they got first. They finished first in awesome. the points. I saw they got. And the women's got second both days. A lot of a uh, lot of top three finishes so far. Yeah, the yeah. Sea Eagles. Just, yeah, God, yeah, it's great. Uh, so we just kind of talked about bowling and golf, men's and women's soccer. You know, not a, much has been going on since conference play has started. So they're only playing about two games a week. But since we last talked. Women's soccer has played Eastern New Mexico and St. Mary's. Both have come down to just a 1-0 loss. Both games have been very competitive. Uh, these Lone Star games, man, they're, they're creeping up on you, and every game counts, so yep. hoping they kind of th- turn things around. They're sitting at 3-6-4. and four. In conference, they're 1-5-2. and two. So there's definitely room to grow. There's about four, I'd say four or five games left in the conference play, so a lot can happen for women's soccer in the standings for sure. Uh, this is the women's soccer, it's right? Women's soccer. So for men's, men's soccer were eight, two, and three mm. in conference for two, one, and one, and that's pretty dang good. 
especially with who is in our conference. We have a lot of competitive teams. Yeah. Uh, you also got to think back to last year. Like, oh, one I know, win. right? So, totally. like, mm-hmm. and both programs have come such a long way. And, I mean, just y'all at the games, you're with me. Like, watching them both teams play, you just see, like, tremendous strides from what they had Without last year. Without a doubt, yeah. And the men's team is, like, dudes, there's, they play so smart. Like, yeah. cause you know when you when you sit in the press box and you or you don't get like that on field, uh, like view of things. So whenever you sit on that other side, like when you sit on the uh, on the like the I don't even know what to call that stand, like the bench the or big, whatever. Yeah, metal box you stand right. Yeah, the big metal box across the field. You sit right next to the coaches and like, dude, like our coach is so like composed and he's never like really yelling because like he trusts his players. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like when we played T Tyler, we won three one. That like, that coach was that coach was having himself like just I'm sure. not a meltdown but I'd say just he was Pretty close ha- to it. he was just like really <laughs> upset right and like <laughs> it's cool to see like how our coach handles himself especially through like adversity times mm-hmm. or things when things get tough hey. especially for his squad right because yeah. like he's a new coach like there's a lot of pressure but since we talked last time they went to Lubbock and played Lubbock Christian who hasn't lost a single game since we beat yeah. them last I've heard they changed up the way they play after they played us here mm-hmm. at home and they lost because we exposed we exposed and a lot of their weaknesses yeah. we had, what 4-0 3-0 yeah, that game was, we beat them down pretty good and they changed up their game mm-hmm. plan and it's been working for them sadly took the uh, the L 1-0 yeah very competitive game I think there was like seven yellow eight seven yellow cards and then like uh, one red card. Hey, those game. ones are fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. it was a chirpy. It was a chirpy game. Uh, when the, Tyler came to us, we won three zero or three one. I'm sorry. Um, that was a very like watching them play that game. Like it was just such like a calm and relaxed, and they played so like fluently. And then they actually just played last uh, yesterday, Wednesday, or two days ago on Wednesday on October 12th, Texas A&M International tied zero zero. Okay. And international's been playing pretty well this year. You know, they're always a very competitive team when it comes like to soccer. So, um, super excited to see what carries on with them. They're gonna go. They're gonna go in on Saturday at home against St. Mary's this weekend at five thirty p.m. So that's gonna be another good shootout. Okay, Walker. I know you mentioned how we obviously had some rough uh, moments last year with mm-hmm. soccer, and it just like kind of makes me think. Like sometimes when I'm watching them, if they're playing bad. I'm like, man, like, they're better than this. But then, like, you got to realize, like, really how much they've improved just mm-hmm. in such a short time. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, we also we also had some swimming go on this past week. So a little doubleheader on Friday, Saturday. Our men's and women's had meets against Washita Baptist and then Henderson State. And our men, they were able to come away with the dub both times. Of course. And then our women split. <laughs> of course, those guys are crazy, man. <laughs> Won the first one and lost the one on Saturday. But, you know, really great start adding just yeah. adding to their resume. And yeah. they've really done some good stuff. And is, then, there, is there rankings for swimming? I'm not sure. We should if look into that. If they're out, let me look it up. Let me well, ask Craig. Let me look it up real quick. Because, okay. man, they, I don't know, have, have men lost yet? I don't think so. I mean... Surely, I think this is what their second meet, and they won second both, or third, yeah. Both, and then the other meet we talked about, they had like, like 19, nineteen school records. Yeah, like so surely they didn't win, or surely they didn't lose that. Yeah, meet. but no chance. I don't know if there's rankings or not, but it'd be interesting to see. It definitely would. Well, also, we've had a volleyball game since last week. DBU actually came down here to us, and mm. DBU is impressive. Like. They're yeah. seventeen and three on the season, 
and they have a handful of transfers from Baylor. Whoa. This one girl, her... I didn't know that. Who was yeah. this? From DBU? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, they had one girl, uh, Cole. She was a stud. She, like, leads... She, like, every offensive statistical category, like, she leads their team in. Baylor's, like, a top-ranked team, too. Yeah, like, they're good. Yeah. And so I think, I think maybe, like, that might have played a little bit into it. They... Swung a little harder than us, maybe a little more aggressive. But we got them on the we first gave set. Them, and looked yeah, so good. We gave them a run for their money, without a yeah. doubt. We came out, won the first set, kind of shocked them. Yeah, and then they got mad, probably. Yeah, and then they kind of kicked it in the gear, won the second, and then we kind of woke back up yeah. and we played a tight uh, third and fourth one, but yeah. just weren't able to really pull it out. But honestly, like a promising a good fight. Yeah, it was. It was a promising showing and. Honestly, like, we've been really successful at home, too. Yeah. So, that was one of our first losses here at home in a little bit. But, also, speaking of volleyball, a little shout-out to my alma mater and sister. So, Destiny Christian is actually heading to State this weekend. And Big time. Yeah, so. State in Arkansas. State in Arkansas. (laughs) Just found this out. Yeah, so we have a little, we have a Christian school, like, organization that they play their (laughs) sports in. And it's kind of like a tri-state. Has, like, some Arkansas, Kansas in there. So a little different, but you know, us us private school kids, we we do (laughs) things a little differently. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, shout out Morgan. Go get a dub this weekend for us. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, So I just looked up the Division II men's swimming uh, uh, ranking. So there's not any rankings for this coming 2022-2023 season. Mm-hmm. But last year, we were ranked 16th in the nation. Okay. Wow. Now, previously... like that has to be lower now. Yeah. So, like we're, like, yeah. I guess higher. So, pre- so yeah. it tells you the rank and tells you the previous rank. And so I guess before season, we were 18, and we moved up to 16. So my hot take, I think I'm going to be top five. Yeah, that's another top five for Grant. Top five, man. <laughs> about the top five. Listen, one, if you dude. if you're not top five, Grant's disappointed in you. Yeah, Whatever sport you're listening. Get that in your head right now. <laughs> so baseball, top five. Yeah, y'all better be top five. <laughs> Number one. Shoot high. Well, I think that I think we've covered everything Good for uh, for this past week. So boys, when I was pulling on campus this morning, oh, no. I I look over and guess who I see walking the trail. Dan Hayes. Yes. Dan actually, Hayes. <laughs> actually, actually. Good guess, what Walker. You, what you want, Walker? <laughs> what you know? He's walking. Like, <laughs> he's got to be saying something about basketball. Also, uh, I was over here like, who is walking at 8 in the morning? I know. Like, like, Walker kind of yeah. ruined my story there. But, <laughs> yeah, you know, Dan Hayes is walking. I think it was a cute little poodle. Mm. He was waving to a baby. Sweetest guy in the world. <sighs> But, Friday morning. It's like yeah. a it, I know, I know. <laughs> you want to kiss his baby? I yeah. know. So pulling in really just kind of got me, got me excited for basketball. Oh, I know. First, oh, man. don't get me if I'm wrong, but first official practice starts today, October 14th, for and the like, basketball team. 10 o'clock today, right? Yeah. 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 It, I think Dan Hayes, I, we need to have that guy on the <laughs> That would be so. Be if you're listening, find your way up here because we would love to interview you, but we have so many things we could talk about. That yeah. guy is so successful in so many different aspects of life, not just sports, but, mm-hmm. I mean, it. he's an incredible guy. Just talking to David Lynn a little bit about him, I mean, 
I think Dan is David's father-in-law, I think. Um, and, and so, of course, he knows even more about him than anybody else on campus does. So, right. Yeah, he would be a great one. Yeah, you know, that's, that's kind of like the cool thing about Oklahoma <clears throat> Christian coaching staff, in my opinion. You know, because, like, you have so many – you have such a good resume with certain coaches and, like, such a good resume, like, just, like, when it comes to, like, sports, um, what they have accomplished in their own athletic journey. And then, like, outside of sports, you got some great, pe- like, great, like, people to talk to, like, mentors in a way. You know, like, the swim coach, uh, Lonnie Cobble, the baseball coach, is one of, like, the nicest guys I've ever met in my life. Mm-hmm. He'll do anything for you outside the ba- of the game. Um, Dan Hayes, uh, you know, we have a lot of new coaches this year, and they're just tapping into what they can even mm-hmm. uh, achieve. So it's super exciting to see that across the board when it comes to Oklahoma Christian Campus. Without a doubt. Well. So, yeah, I, I think it's time to. Uh, yeah. As per usual, we got a guest. We got a guest. DJ Walter. Yeah. Welcome. How you doing today, man? Doing pretty good. Feeling yeah. really good too, so. You excited yeah. to kind of get rolling? Yeah, I'm really excited. You know, I expect this last year to be my best year, so I'm, I'm excited to get rolling and try to win this year. Fifth For year, sure. right? Fifth, Fifth year. year. Yep. Yeah, it's awesome. That's exciting. So tell me, like... Come, I mean, being all here all five years, mm-hmm. uh, I came in with you. I remember like literally yep. came in with you. So all of us, yeah, yeah. you're the fifth years. Pretty crazy. Um, what's changed, man? Like, has there any been any like atmosphere change, or has there just been kind of like leadership change? Or so I started with Corey Cole was right. your coach whenever you first came in. Right, and he had a transition. Right. Uh, so yeah, we had uh, Corey Cole my freshman year, and uh, then next year. Uh, the coach now, Kendra Talley, he was the interim coach for a little bit until they removed that tag and made him the head coach. Uh, and since then, the atmosphere has been great. I mean, his energy, uh, him being a young head coach, uh, has really uh, been, I feel like, vital to the team's energy and how we respond to him and all of that. Um, as far as this year, you know, he's gotten, what, this is his, like, third, fourth, third year now? Mm-hmm. Third, yeah, third, third official year now. So uh, he's grown a lot more in his coaching ways and his coaching style. Um, and he, he's he's grown in the team as I feel like as far as uh, responding to him has got a lot better. Uh, we got a good group of returners coming back this year, which in the last couple of years we haven't. You know, it's, right. it's probably been like me and other new faces. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So we got a good group of returners coming back mixed with uh, some talented new guys. So I think it's yeah. a good mixture. That's yeah. awesome, man. I know stuff. you're talking about Coach Tally bringing that energy. What is there something you guys are like harping on this year, like picking up the defense? Is it defense? Definitely, yeah. Because yeah. when the offense isn't there, he, he wants us to make sure that mm. we can get a stop when we need right. to. Uh, because there's gonna be days, you know, where we're not hitting shots, but we can't let let that affect our defense. And so, yeah, right. Uh, you know, being vocal, being you know, setting the tone first. Phys- you know, physical wise, because we play in a really physical league, so mm-hmm. we've been really. Uh, you know, during the practices, they haven't been calling too many fouls, you know, to get us ready right, for the physicality yeah. that's going to be happening out there. So, um, yeah, defense is definitely the, uh, the the talk of this year and just really being prepared defensively. Yeah. So. Hey, you know what they say, defense wins championships. Oh, that's, right. <laughs> that's awesome. So, DJ, other aside from basketball, I know you don't have too much time. I want to ask you this. Tell me about or tell the people a little bit about your preaching and, like, I know you – you do this a little bit on the side. Mm-hmm. Tell me about what kind of what's so, your deal there. So yeah, I started uh, preaching uh, second semester of my freshman year. 
uh, which, you know, growing up, I really didn't want to do. Uh, <laughs> you know, I grew, up, I grew up in a household full of preachers, parents, grandparents, uncles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it, I saw everything that was going on as far as pastoring and stuff like that. Just the burden it was, how right. hard it was, you know. Just dealing with people, too, is just, you know, it, it's very tough. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. But, uh, you know, once I figured out that God was calling me to do this, I couldn't really run too much longer. I didn't I didn't want that to be on my conscience. So I just, you know, accepted that call at an early age. Uh, and I haven't really looked back since. Uh, you know, I fell in love with this, with the ministry that I have right now. Um, the youth pastor of my church now. Um, and the Lord has really been opening up some doors, you know, for me. Uh, you know, I'm not worthy of it, but he's he's definitely been opening up some doors. And so it's been it's been good. I'm in year three going on four now. So, uh, awesome. yeah, so it's been preaching has been really awesome. And I, uh, yeah, I you can't know, say enough about it. You know, what's great about that is, like, you know how you were nervous in the beginning to kind of get into things. But like you said, your household, you come from such a great household to have, probably have great mentors. Yeah. Which yeah. that's huge, you know, because, yeah. I mean, you're going to a line of work you are familiar with. Mm-hmm. But now you're going to line of work that you now have people to guide you. Yeah. And that's great. That's yeah. that's the best thing about that. That's awesome to hear. Yeah. It's also really awesome just to hear, I know with Brandon and then with you, just to see how like God's opened doors, yeah. even in, in ways that we can't imagine or like yeah. we count things out and still works out for us. So. Yeah, absolutely. So DJ, you can be as transparent as you want to on this question. Gotcha. What's, the, what's the hardest part about being a student athlete? Hardest part about being a student athlete, um, for me, I would say just being disciplined. I feel like that's the hardest thing, you know, because being a student athlete and me being a, a people person, I always want to be around people. I always want to, you know, do other things outside of, you know, my sport. You know, that's why, you know, I'm always involved on campus yeah. and stuff like that. Because you got a lot of, you're involved in a lot of things outside of just basketball right yeah this year not as much but the last couple of years yeah okay. yeah. But yeah you know i've been you know fca black student union president uh mm-hmm. i'm still on di student council um, you're in with ron my boy yep the fraternity yep. exactly yep. yeah i'm yep. fraternity incorporated you know oh yep. six to the good brothers <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah just involved in a lot and so it's kind of hard you know it's been you know hard for me to really just be discipline you know of course classroom comes first you know for I, sure I, you know got my degree last semester you know last spring so mm-hmm. um and then basketball wise you know i've had you know ups and downs mm-hmm. um but I, I feel like that i've gotten to that point to where i've been disciplined you know in the gym and stuff like that um but i feel like that's a hard thing you know just for student athletes in general you know whether that's getting up you know for 9 a.m or 8 a.m mm-hmm. class every time you know yeah making sure you get you know the proper nutrition uh, you know, God, like that's the hardest thing too, especially college students. We don't have money like that. Right. Recovery too. Recovery is insane. Yeah, and taking yeah. care of your body, being yeah. disciplined in that. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. uh, I feel like yeah, just self-discipline is probably one of the hardest things. Just being a student athlete. Yeah, without a doubt. Well, last question here for you. So I know you talked a little about a little bit about the preaching, and so I don't know. I want to ask like, what's your plans after this year? You want to keep playing basketball? You want to? full-time preaching like what's what's on the horizon for you yeah I get asked this question a lot but, um <laughs> I am kind of just being transparent I'm kind of you know good with life after basketball mm-hmm. so if I get an opportunity you know to go overseas or something like that you know um I would definitely consider it um but if it's not in God's plan for me then I'm cool with you know moving on with right. the aspect of my life and so 
uh, that's you know getting this master's degree mm -hmm. and uh, still working in the church and you know finding a job that's gonna you know help me you know start saving and you know getting out my parents for sure. <laughs> you know, that's that's a good point because like I'm a lot of us being fifth years are kind of in the same boat right mm -hmm. and you got to live in the moment and be present in the now yeah and uh like that's huge because like if you especially with going into your last season right like you got to worry about like that's your job at the end of the day right and it's super cool kind of like to hear you say that because a lot of us i mean there's so many people in the same boat yeah and uh that's pretty cool so actually here since, since you gotta get out of here pretty soon i got one hot take man okay okay <laughs> and i ask this question all the time grant with all the hot yeah, takes i know <laughs> I, like i just want to hear your opinion mm -hmm. just because you're a basketball player i know i'm sure uh, you've had uh, this, so many talks in the locker room yep you going? You going LeBron? Or you going MJ? Ah, <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm. I. I got to go. You grew up with LeBron. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that. I, that's I gotta, what. What makes me say? Because I, I gotta go. I gotta go MJ. You can put Kobe in that talks too. I know he's. I, <laughs> I'm gonna put Kobe third. I'm gonna put Kobe third. Okay. 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 So, him and Mike got the same mentality though. Of okay, course. Of you course, know. Yeah. But I gotta Kobe. go. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I gotta go. Mike then LeBron. What did it for me was. Watching the last dance documentary. Uh -huh. That yeah. that yeah. That was great. Great. Have you yeah. seen the Redeem team? Yes, I just watched the Redeem That's team. That's a good one. I, yeah, yeah. I saw, you know, what Kobe was doing, you know, all that. So it's like That's the physicality he brought to the game with the Paul Gasol. Exactly, thing. exactly, yeah. exactly. And that was, you know, a great documentary. Yeah. Which, yeah. So so finishing out the podcast, same way we started it, I'll ask you too. Do you know why LeBron left the Heat? This is a little bad joke. No, I messed it up. No, I'll. No, 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 to November 5th. Mark out on your calendars yep. every Saturday. day with Home that coming. X. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, we're going to show out to that. It's yep. going to be a good atmosphere. Yes, All right. sir. Yes, sir. Well, we appreciate, appreciate you having me. Yeah, I appreciate awesome, you coming. Man. And uh, guys, it's Talent Talks, and we'll catch you next time. Yes, sir. Thank you. See ya. Peace. Thank you, Bob.